I want to talk about how to sell your house with without fixing anything up or if you don't have any money to fix your house up and it's dated or has a, a fundamental flaw to it that will make it more challenging to sell and what are some of the strategies for doing that and how to overcome some of the obstacles the first thing you have to do is understand the situation and what I mean by that is the fundamentals of how people make the decision to buy a house and what triggers people making offers and high offers and low offers and things like that and then how to strategize so we're going to you know use the scenario of a house that is very dated and the homeowner doesn't have any money to fix it up so the the biggest challenge that you're going to have is that home buyers perceive repairs and upgrades cost six times on average what they actually cost so if it will cost you know five thousand dollars to put in granite countertops and replace the kitchen floor and update the cabinets you know buyers are going to see that as you know thirty thousand dollars and there are scenarios where if you call a you know home improvement company who does kitchens it can very easily run past thirty thousand dollars but there's also you know ways that we know of of doing those same upgrades for five thousand dollars but the buyers don't know that so by understanding that one of the things that you have to overcome is how to communicate the actual cost of these things so one of the things that i would do is i would get estimates from discounted improvement companies like a guy who works at a carpet company and does it on the side how much he would charge to replace all the carpet in the house get an estimate from a granite company that'll do granite for about $39 a square foot and now you could get granite countertops for $2,000 versus what people perceive to be like ten dollars or $12,000 for granite and then put that information in the description and or have like a booklet laid out at the house on you know here's what it would cost to get these things done the other thing that you want to do is you're going to be targeting somebody who is in two different categories the first category is you know you're going to be selling your house at a bit of a discount compared to the competition so somebody who can only afford that will be interested so if the average sales price in a neighborhood is four hundred thousand dollars and the houses are updated and yours is not and if you sold it at 350 you're targeting potentially one type of buyer who can only afford 350 so now they're able to move into a four hundred thousand dollar neighborhood for 350 and that's all they can afford and they're they're happy to do it the other type of buyer is going to be somebody who's looking for a fixer-upper and somebody who's looking to put sweat equity into a house build it up over time and make it an investment and that 
is where I would focus somebody who is going to want to do a lot of the work themselves. And in that scenario, you want to emphasize the ARV, after repair value. So in that particular situation, you could say this house with a little TLC could be easily worth $400,000 and then you're selling it as a potential $50,000 upside to somebody and that can be very attractive. So you're targeting, you know, two different specific types of people and those two techniques will will overcome those things. The other thing that you want to do is get the pre-home inspection done. If you don't if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're not working with us and you're not getting a free pre-home inspection, you as a homeowner should pay yourself to have a pre-home inspection done on a house because as a buyer especially when they're buying a house that uh, it doesn't have the upgrades or in a scenario where the house hasn't been well taken care of, you have a lot of what's called deferred maintenance. They're going to have a lot of anxiety about, okay, what else is wrong? What else do I not see? You know, I I can see these things I need to fix, but what do I not see? So by having the pre-home inspection done and you can hand it to the buyer the day they walk in the door, they are able to know 90% of all the things that are wrong with the house and any of the major ones. There's a lot of benefits to this. To you as a homeowner, you're able to negotiate out of doing repairs where in a scenario like the windows need to be replaced, they have broken seals in them, you can negotiate up front. And I'm doing this with a client right now, as a matter of fact. he's done a lot of work on the house, but he's not going to be doing certain things, but we have the pre-home inspection. So what we're doing is we're saying there was a list of 32 items that the home inspector identified. The homeowner fixed 10 of those items and the other, you know, 22 items or whatever are, are going to be not fixed. And we need to agree on that up front in writing so that when we get the home, the buyer's home inspection, we already have an agreement on what things aren't going to be fixed. So that protects you from having the buyer come in and try to gouge you to fix, you know, 32 items on a home inspection and threaten to walk away where you've already made plans on selling your house. And now you're stuck trying to negotiate with somebody who's going to hardball you. And, And in that scenario, just be aware the buyer has the right to walk away if you choose not to do some or all of the things on the inspection list. So that's a huge upside, especially in this particular scenario where the house may be causing somebody anxiety about repairs. So getting the pre-inspection done. The other thing that you can do is have the house pre-appraised. And in that scenario... If you are selling it under the appraisal, then you can use the appraisal to your advantage. Now, if you're selling it at the appraisal or above the appraisal, you may or may not want to disclose that, especially if it's over the appraisal. But if it's under the appraisal, a lot of times what I've found with appraisers is they don't necessarily give a lot of value to 
a freshly painted house that has uh, you know, new carpets and is decorated well and has been well taken care of. They tend to really emphasize square footage, style of the home, and then they will take off for not being updated or, or I'll say that they won't give you any credit for upgrades that you don't have. But you're more likely to sell your house at or below the appraisal if it needs a lot of upgrades versus if a house is really fixed up and there's a lot of razzle dazzle snazzy you know fixtures and paint and carpet and smells new and all that then a buyer is going to be you know stimulated to write a very high close to or above the appraisal price offer versus in this situation you can easily end up without a lot of good strategy you can easily end up way under the appraised price of the house so in that scenario you can take the appraisal and you know again use the equity buy where not only is there a huge upside to fixing up the house but you're immediately walking into equity because you have the appraisal and that'll help you during the negotiating if somebody feels like they want to come in and lowball it's like well we've established the price through an appraisal if you have Another appraisal that you think is worth less, you know, feel free to get one and show it to me. But here's what the house is worth, and I'm already giving it to you for ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars under, and that will at least give an anchor point to the price. Because the other thing is, buyers literally have no idea what anything's worth. They're just comparing it to all the other houses they see. Now, they might have a good point of you know frame of reference, but they probably don't. And especially somebody who's a bargain hunter who's looking for a deal um they tend to like see everything in yard sale price like they have yard sale goggles on and they want everything for a yard sale price if you're able to sort of stave some of that off with the appraisal that can be really helpful so that's some tips for selling your house without doing any work to it sell it as is the other thing that you can do is um, sell it as is and put in an as is addendum, but I really don't recommend doing that because the term as is makes people automatically assume that there's something wrong with the house and that the seller knows about it and they're just selling it to you like that. Like just imagine a car like as is, like you know, you go to a dealership. The one thing that you know you're getting is a an inspected car. In the state of Maryland, at least, you know every dealership has to have all their cars pre-inspected. So, in, in a home situation, that doesn't that's not the case. Nobody gets their house pre-inspected. So, uh, being able to do that, you know, again, it just it just helps out a lot. So. I hope you find this information helpful. If you're looking for some tips on how we sell houses for more money or how to sell your house for more money, check out my website, homesellingadvice.net. This is Brian Mayer with eXp Realty. Make it a great day.